Hi, and welcome to the Life Lesson Stories for Kids, brought to you by the Maverick Minister Podcasts. I'm Mike Davis. And I'm Grace Smith, and we love to tell stories. Yes, we do, and we have a lot of stories to tell. Some of them are happy. Some of them are kind of sad. Some are a lot of fun. But none of them is boring, and all of them talk about things and ideas that would be great for you to hear. Especially if you're a kid, a teenager, a young person, or a grown-up who is young at heart. So get comfortable, because the story of the most unusual fairy tale princess is about to begin. Once upon a time in the land of fairy tales, something very unusual happened. Which is not to say that things in the land of fairy tales are ever usual, typical, or common in any way. In fact, if you've never been there, it's a beautiful and magical place, filled with lush green forests, castles, palaces, mountains, rivers and streams, quaint cottages, and dark, forbidding caves. The people who live there are generally beautiful and handsome kings, queens, princes, and princesses. And there are honest, loyal, and lovely support personnel for fairy tale stories as well. But there are evil witches, wizards, stepmothers, ugly rival queens, and assorted villains. There are also good and helpful magical creatures like flying horses, fairies, fawns, and unicorns. And let's not forget about the evil ogres, goblins, dragons, and trolls who live there, too. To say the least, the land of fairy tales is a wondrous and fascinating place. And it can only be found where our imaginations, hopes, and dreams, and our fears and dreads all come together. So, as I said earlier, a very unusual thing happened in the land of fairy tales. Well, the very unusual thing was the birth of a new fairy tale princess. Her name was Penelope, and she was the daughter of King Phineas and Queen Perneal Piccolo of the Kingdom of Piccolo, which is a rather small kingdom in the land of fairy tales. That made her Princess Penelope Piccolo. But her name wasn't the unusual part. You see, in a fairy tale, when a new princess is born, there usually is some kind of evil dilemma or crisis that happens, which sets the stage for the story. For instance, when Princess Aurora from the story of Sleeping Beauty was born, an evil fairy named Maleficent put a curse on her. And after she grew up, the curse made her fall asleep until a prince came and kissed her and saved her. Then there's Rapunzel, who got stolen from her mother, who was a queen from a different kingdom, and the person who stole her locked Rapunzel up in a tower for 18 years while her hair grew long enough for a prince to climb up it and set her free. And there's Cinderella with the wicked stepmother, and Snow White with the jealous evil queen, and on and on and on. But when Princess Penelope Piccolo was born, there were no evil spells or curses, no stepmother, no witches, no dragons, and no dilemmas or crises of any kind. Not only that, from the time she was born until she grew up, Princess Penelope was unlike any of the usual fairy tale princesses at all. As a rule, usual fairy tale princesses are elegant, thin, beautiful, sweet, 
virtuous, great singers, and marvelous dancers. They also have wonderful hair, a spectacular wardrobe, and they wind up marrying a strong, handsome, and equally honorable and upright prince. But Princess Penelope was a bit less than elegant, thin, and beautiful. In fact, she was short and a bit on the plump side. She also had an ample nose, short frizzy hair, an absolutely wretched singing voice, and two left feet when it came to dancing. And while most fairy tale princesses are refined, proper, quiet, and extremely well-mannered, Princess Penelope tended to be a bit loud and unsophisticated. It was not uncommon for her to do things in public like snort when she laughed, talk with her outside voice far too often when she was inside, yawn when someone else was telling a boring story, and even talk with her mouth full. However, she was also very intelligent, and she was always wonderfully kind and friendly to everyone in the land of fairy tales. Because of that, she had many friends among the fairy tale royalty and other fairy tale story support people and the magical creatures. In fact, even some of the evil villains couldn't help but like her. But the most unusual thing that happened occurred when it came time for Penelope to consider getting married. Her parents and several of the other royal families in the land had introduced her to a number of single and promising young princes. They were all handsome, wealthy, brave, strong, kind, intelligent, and honest. In fact, the leading contender for Princess Penelope's hand was Crown Prince Christopher Charming from the Kingdom of Charming. Almost every other fairy tale royal agreed that he, who, in addition to all his other princely virtues, possessed great patience, and that would make him an absolutely perfect husband for Penelope. Everyone agreed except Penelope. She told her parents that she wasn't at all interested in Prince Charming. Instead, she was in love with and was going to marry a short, scrawny young man named Sammy Spratt, who was a fairy tale land forest ranger and took care of the unicorns and flying horses throughout fairy tale land. Penelope's parents were both surprised and dismayed. They were sure she had either been cursed by an evil spell or had lost her mind. Her father asked her, Why in the name of fairy tale land would you give up a wonderful prince like Christopher Charming for Sammy Spratt? Oh, Dad, replied Penelope. Sammy's a wonderful guy. He's really nice. He cares about animals in the environment. He likes helping everybody, and he makes me laugh. And I love him. Her father started to reply, But, 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 that's when Penelope's mother interrupted and said, Now, Penelope, we are not trying to interfere or tell you what to do with your life. Her father, the king, blurted out, Oh, yes, we are! Queen Perneum turned and gave her husband a very harsh look, which immediately caused him to stop talking. Then she turned back to Penelope and said, Like I said, we aren't trying to tell you what you must do. But we do want you to think seriously about this decision. After all, it is a permanent decision, and it will change your life forever. There was a long pause, and finally the queen said, hmm, I have an idea. 
Would you be willing to meet with some of the other princesses in fairy tale land who have already made a marriage decision and at least listen to what they have to say about it? Princess Penelope looked a little unsure, but she finally agreed, saying, Okay, Mom, I'll talk to the other girls, but just remember that it's my decision, not theirs, not yours, and especially not Dad's. Oh, that's wonderful! I'll make all the arrangements, said Queen Pernil. How about if I set up a luncheon with Princess Aurora, Princess Rapunzel, Princess Cinderella, and... Princess Snow White, Penelope said. All right, I suppose that'll be okay, but let's make it soon because Sammy is waiting for an answer about us getting married. So three days later, Aurora, Rapunzel, Cinderella, and Snow White, along with Queen Pernille and Princess Penelope, all gathered for a lovely luncheon in the grand banquet hall of the Piccolo Castle. After they had been seated, served tea, and had made some pleasant small talk, Penelope turned to her mother and said, Mom, it's time for you to leave now. Queen Pernille looked a little confused and concerned, and she said, But I... Penelope interrupted her and said, I agreed to talk to the other princesses about getting married, not you. So, if this is going to be an honest conversation, it needs to be between just us girls. You and I have already talked about this, so no queens or moms are allowed. The other princesses nervously looked at each other, at Penelope, and then at Queen Pernille, who stood up from her chair and said in an annoyed tone of voice, All right, then, my dears, I certainly hope you will have a positive and productive conversation together without me. Then the queen walked out of the banquet hall in a huff. After she was gone, there was an awkward silence, and the visiting princesses sipped their tea, looked around the room, and waited for someone to say something. Finally, Princess Penelope spoke. Okay, ladies, let's get down to business. I assume my mother has told you that I am not going to marry Christopher Charming. I also imagine... She told you that I plan to marry Sammy Spratt instead, and I am guessing she invited you here today to talk me out of it. Cinderella replied, Oh, yes. We all do know about Christopher and Sammy, but none of us came here to talk you either into or out of anything. Penelope looked at all the princesses who shook their heads in agreement. Rapunzel continued, if you're really interested, we came here to share some of our experiences and maybe talk about any questions or concerns about marriage that you might have. Snow White added, But if you're not interested, we're happy to just leave now. Princess Aurora nodded in agreement, and after a moment of silence, Penelope said, Oh, I'm so sorry for being harsh and impolite. I didn't mean to offend any of you, but I do thank you for coming here today. I was just sure my mother had brought you here to change my mind about Sammy. Aurora smiled and said, Oh, we understand, dear. All of us have queen mothers as well. The other princesses rolled their eyes and nodded. So, how can we be of help to you? Asked Rapunzel. Penelope thought for a few minutes and then said, Well, 
It's clear I'm not a fairy tale princess like any of you. I know I'm different in a lot of ways, and not all of them are good. But I like the way I am, and I don't want to have to try to be someone else. It just feels like everybody is going to expect me to change just because I'm getting married. That's one of the main reasons why I love Sammy. He accepts me for who I am, and he would never ask me to try and change just so I would fit in with his family, his friends, or for any reason. Does that make sense to you? Snow White answered. Oh, yes, my dear, that makes perfect sense. Cinderella chimed in. But make no mistake about the fact that once you're married, you will change, and so will he. But if your relationship is loving and caring, the changes will only be good ones that draw you closer to each other and to being who you each really are. They won't be about fitting into anyone else's expectations. Rapunzel continued. Penelope, believe it or not, none of us came out of a fairy tale princess making machine. We are just like you. And as much as some people would like to think of us as always being perfect princesses, we have our faults, shortcomings, and imperfections as well as our strengths. And we like being who we are as much as you like being who you are. Aurora added, All of our prince husbands love us, and they always have, and they continue to accept us the way we are in the same way you describe Sammy accepting you. Then Snow White said, And that's why we've all been fortunate enough to be able to say that we have lived happily ever after. So, if that's what you're after, then just concentrate on being the best yourself you can be. If you do that, everything, especially getting married, will become clear. And so Princess Penelope Piccolo... Sammy Spratt, and everyone else in the story of the most unusual fairy tale princess really did live happily ever after. Have you ever been told you're not good enough? smart enough, pretty enough, athletic enough, or whatever enough to fit in with a popular person or group. Have you ever thought any of those not enough things about yourself? Have you ever been afraid to say what you really think or to do something you know is the right thing because someone else might be mad at you or not like you? Have you ever decided you can't do something before you even try? I think at some time or another, Almost every one of us has felt that way, and it doesn't feel good at all. You know, not one of us is perfect. But we each have our own special gifts, talents, and abilities, and no one else is exactly like we are. That means we don't have to try and fit in with anyone or any group that's unkind, mean, leaves others out, and makes fun of anyone for any reason. Like Princess Penelope in the story, we need to find friends like the fairy tale princesses who encouraged her to just be herself. Even if we don't know someone very well, it doesn't take long to find out if that person is kind, caring, and friendly to others. And that kind of person is the kind of friend who will accept us just the way we are. 
So always remember that you are special and you are one of a kind. And always be yourself. And be the kind of friend who encourages others to be him or herself as well. If we would all do that, then we could all live happily ever after. We hope you enjoyed this story of the most unusual fairy tale princess. And we look forward to sharing a lot more stories with you in upcoming episodes. So remember that living happily ever after isn't just for fairy tales. It's for everyone who is happy just to be him or herself. Thanks for listening. listening.